2019, the year of our Lord. Let's go. Big podcast today. Brad Key is here. What's up, Micah? Brad, it is so good to have you. It's pretty good to be back. God damn, it's good. You got something to throw? Ooh, we've got a good show today, baby. And we've got some great shows tomorrow. Ralph, get down. All right. What's up? What's up, fam? Hey, uh, before we get into today's show, we have two very special guests. We're about to introduce them. The world is has going to be better off having known these two people. Before we get to them, Brad and I are recording again tomorrow. We're, we're actually recording this, in full disclosure, late Wednesday night. It's like 7.30 p.m. So we're going to release it tonight. You'll probably listen to it Thursday morning. We're also going to record another episode Thursday morning uh, with a special guest, Ross, Tuff, Ross Tucker, uh, former NFL player and a friend of the podcast network. He's going to talk about us. NFL draft, right? He will talk about the NFL draft. He was we there. Will, he was there all I'm three looking days. forward to that. Uh, he will, we will also talk about the UFC this weekend and uh, talk some more NBA hoops. All right. The time has come. We are now joined by the two most electric people uh, in small podcasting today. Specifically the one and only. baseball. That's right. Former professional baseball player. The one and only Elgars. Elgars in the building. Glad to be here. Say boys. hello to the people, Elgars. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to be here. Used to be really good at baseball once upon a time. Not so much anymore. And uh, our other guest, introduce yourself. How's it going? It's Peter the Irish guy. I'm the only Irishman in the world that knows more about baseball than you do. <laughs> I think that's a safe claim. Yeah, that's absolutely it. That's true. This is so good. These guys, they're, they're baseball people. Brad and I aren't really baseball be people, our... so now we got baseball people, yeah. but we're also going to talk NBA hoops, because that's what we do. Guess what? If you're into other things, like Boosh, our old friend Alex Bushimi, you should check out Mind of Micah, because you know what's there, Brad? What? Two different podcasts with El Boosh. Well, his name, nickname isn't El Boosh, but it might become I like one. how you did that. Uh, yesterday we did, uh, on Tuesday we did... Micah's mailbag with Boosh and Connor Davis. And then today on Mind of Micah, it's the triumphant return of Boosh. It's his new podcast. It's called How Was the Weekend with Boosh and Friends? It's good. People are excited about it. Love Check it. it out. It's an hour of insanity from Boosh. Sounds All right, chill. Let's, uh, let's talk some NBA hoops. Uh, last, so, again, we were, we're recording Wednesday night. You're probably listening to us Thursday, so we're not going to talk about the Wednesday night games, but we'll quickly touch on the Tuesday I games. I can tell you what's going to happen in the Wednesday night games. Uh, we'll we'll get your pick okay. at the end, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Celtics uh, got smoked by the Bucks last night at home, 123-102. Rolled up. This was a huge game for, for uh, Milwaukee to finally get back. Uh, Brad, what did you think of uh, of the game? So, also? like going into the game, there was doubters about Coach Bud and whether he could make adjustments. And like at the end of the game one, like in the post game press conference, they were kind of talking about like, you know, what are you going to do to change? And he he kind of alluded to the fact that he wasn't going to change anything. And he was like, "This is kind of who we are. This is how we're going to play." People were really worried about that because they got their ass smoked. And there's things that you can do, like make adjustments to. Make it easier for Antetokounmpo. Nah, fuck adjustments. Well, we're, I we're mean, just gonna stomp them boys out. You know what we're gonna change? We're gonna make some shots. Well, that worked. That worked. Well, that'll help. It's not really an adjustment, but he, he, they came out and they did make adjustments and they whipped that ass. They, and they whipped it bad, man. Like it was, it was competitive in the first half, but into the third quarter, what was it? Like they went on a thirty-nine to eighteen run. Yeah, it was. In the third clo- we were watching that? the game and it was close. 
and we were eating wings and doing like manly stuff. Right. You know? I feel terrible today. I Thanks, feel terrible pluckers. as well. Please sponsor the podcast. <laughs> but uh, like we were watching, and around halftime, the game was close. And then I, I looked up, and right at the start of the fourth quarter, it said that that they uh, Milwaukee had set a record for ma- most made threes in an entire game, and they had like 17 after three. It was three. for yeah. their specific franchise. More, more yeah, than the Spurs went, that one year. <laughs> More than well, that. more than Milwaukee had ever made. Well, because the Golden State's made like twenty times more than that. Well, probably it was so. twenty total. They made anyway. 20 yeah, total they stopped threes, them out in the third quarter. Uh, Giannis had 20, 29 and ten. Middleton made seven threes. Uh, the Bucks ended up making twenty overall for the team. They ended up pulling like other starters, like at the end. Yeah. Of the oh, so, there you go. Third quarter, thirty nine, eighteen. Yeah. So I watched the first half of that game too. Yeah. I have a lot of doubts about Milwaukee. You do. Series a lot of doubts. I think this could be a quick five game series do you base that opinion on what you saw so the second no, quarter if, or all the I, way through the game I base it what I saw on game one they got right. absolutely they got fucking thrashed mm-hmm. in game one the whole game first they got thrashed again in quarter one of game five they they played a decent quarter two they played one quarter Consistently, uh, you talking about third in, the, in game two yeah. yeah the third quarter that's the only quarter they played well by that time it was a blowout exactly I think this could be a quick series. You go back to Boston. You do. Yeah, the cred- I do not see them go in win one game in Boston. So the trouble and, and thing. A three, it's 3-1. Three, you go back to Milwaukee. Yeah. It, things aren't going to look good. At three. No, not at all. And no. I mean, they, like you're saying, they're going to Boston. That's a hostile territory. Hostile territory. The, the, Kyrie, you're not going to beat Kyrie, I don't think, in Boston. That's what I'm saying. Like The thing that's kind of unnerving is that Kyrie, after game one, he went 26 points, 11 assists. Uh, game two, he had nine points, shooting four for 18 also, Hayward, who has kind of come on strong here, like going into the playoffs and in the first round, he was really pretty good. He uh, went on his plus minus, he's negative 30, minus 30 uh, in 31 minutes. It's I not never good. say that shit right. I think as soon as they lose game one. That's not what you want. No, nah, there's bad. a lot of trouble. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not good. You don't want to be 30 points worse on the floor. No. Uh, we'll see. Game three in Boston, Friday so, night. Wait, there's two or three other things to consider. So they're about to get back Brogdon, who's their star point guard, who's yeah. been out since March. He's kind of a critical factor in their success. And then um, Miritic is back now, who is their big man. He has a sharpshooter. He plays like a, a power forward role. And he has the ability to really open up the floor. So, like, they've got people coming back. They could be better. And they whip the fucking shit out of them in I, game two. I so, think, like, Brad, I think you're maybe overstating I- these kids' abilities <laughs> in the postseason. You're yeah. coming up against a team like Boston mm-hmm. who have guys that have been there and done it. So the process to win championships. You only it, like them because you're Irish. No, I don't even. I don't even like the Celtics. <laughs> I promise you. I just. You can't skip. Milwaukee would. If this Milwaukee team were to win, yeah. they would have skipped a bunch of steps along the way. They really did make win. a jump. They listen. They became the best team of the regular season. They got to go into the postseason. They got to get blown out by a better team. They got to learn how. They got to do the Raptors, and thing. then they got to come back and they got to do it again. I'm with you. I think in order for them to beat this, I think it's a stretch. I do too. Big time stretch. But well, I don't think it's a stretch, but I think it's going to be a really, it's an uphill battle. I'm with you. I think that def- definitely the, the Celtics have the talent and Kyrie's the ability and that, the best fucking Kyrie coach. Kyrie has hit game winners 3-1 down yeah. against the Warriors yeah. and won an NBA Finals. Right. He won that Finals almost single-handedly. He loves he, talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's fucking short because mm-hmm. he fucking won it, and no one on the Milwaukee Bucks has ever done it. That's for sure. Yeah. No, neither on, on the uh, uh, Celtics either. So the Bucks are still a uh, a heavy favorite to win the series in heavy. Vegas. What are the odds? 
What's the odds on the series, the overall uh, winner? I don't see overall series odds at the moment, but Milwaukee is a plus 150 favorite to get out of the East. To get out of the East, they're still plus 150. And, Boston, and what are the Celtics? And Boston is plus 450. <laughs> there's so there's, much there's value. some value there. There is so much value in betting on the Celtics in that series. They were a game away I last would, year without I'd, Kyrie. I'd have the house on the Celtics. That's to, that's not the series. That's to win the to, East. Are you right. Saying, so it's, it's To come out I of think, the East. Here's the other thing. Yeah. Celtics haven't been great all fucking year. And then all of a sudden... Seems like they got everything together. Now. Uh, no, well, because the players that they have, they start getting more interested. Everyone's... Their attention starts peaking up. Kyrie gets healthy again. All of a sudden, these games, games matter more than any other game. So, yeah. I mean, I can see it. So, there you go. Game three in Friday in Boston. Uh, Golden State defeated the Rockets last night, 115-109. Uh, most this is probably the game that will be most infamously known as the hardened bloody eye game. Gars, did you see his eye? The pink eye game. Uh, looked like he just got done eating a lot of butt. <laughs> pink eye, ass eating season. That's exactly what it looked like. He said, "I could barely see." Who was treated with eye drops? It's pretty blurry right now. Hopefully, it gets better day to day. Hardens it. Is that the best way to uh, handle eyes? Just eye drops. You have any better suggestions? I mean, there's not much to do. I've had several eye injuries in my uh, illustrious career. Yeah, it's like a thing for baseball players, right? Actually, yeah, I yeah, can no, see that. I, I have. I baseball have. players hurt themselves doing random shit, like yeah, poking during themselves rain in the delays, eye. Rain delays. Yeah. A lot of injuries during rain delays. Or dumb, eating. A lot of dumb stripper, stuff goes <laughs> up. A stripper club <laughs> pole falls in your eye. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many stripper incidents there have been. Yeah, Durant went for 29 last night. He also established the defensive tone, according to Brad Key's notes here. Uh, was that by just Verbatim out of recap. Is uh, that by stabbing Harden in the eye? Uh, I think one it was actually Draymond who stabbed him in yeah, the eye. But true. Yeah, he, he like mind-tricked J Draymond into stabbing him in the eye for sure, though. Yeah, yeah, what Durant did last night defensively, that was a... He specifically went out with, in mind, I'm not going to let these guys score. He's been a star on the offensive end and had his ups and downs on defense like yeah. through that, that Clipper series. This one, he set the tone. Like This he, one, he went after It was him. from the first minute of the ball game. This is the first game he's he scored 29. It's a, it's the first game in five games he didn't score 30 points, so that snaps his little streak, but still played amazingly, still got out with a dub. Uh, and he's still Kevin Durant. Is, still is, Kevin he play, Durant. is he playing for his contract next year, go back to the Warriors? What do you think? He can do whatever he wants. He's, he's going to go to uh, the Knicks. He's going to be on think? the Clippers or the Knicks. He's going to be one of two teams. Clippers? He, yeah, he's going to be on the Clippers. You think? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a fact. They definitely have the, the max cap space or it's, whatever. I, him and Kawhi are either going to play for the Clippers or they're going to go to the Knicks. You think they're going tandem? Uh, absolutely they are. This is a hot take Absol right here. They're absolutely going in tandem. So wherever wherever Durant goes, Kawhi's going. Kawhi's going. Breaking news. Absolutely it is. It could be the most emotional player mixed with the least emotional player in NBA history. No, here's what's I, happening. And I think they're the perfect match. All right. Durant and Kyrie are going to the Knicks. I don't know if That's I like that think? either. And though. Kawhi may be a clipper after all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I, would I would love to see that. I'd Kawhi's going to gonna stay in Toronto, man. No, well, I, I mean, I, no one really cares where Kawhi goes because he's a robot anyway. So whether he stays in Toronto robot or he goes buckets. to Clippers. Robot <laughs> gets buckets. Uh, robot. Anyway, uh, we'll, we've got a long time to argue about that. And thank God you guys are here. We, we'll do that later. Uh, Draymond had another tech last night. That's he got, fourth he got tangled up with Nene. Yeah. He's uh, three techs away from an automatic one-game suspension. Yeah, the other thing is Curry got uh, 
shook up. He already had an ankle injury. He's got a dislocated middle left finger. Does he even have ankles, Curry? Oh, he's just wearing like those rocket yeah. socks. Like, yeah, that I'm they, pretty like, sure that your they're just the, he just has those support things. Me too. I have it's those. Just fluid. I know it's personally. Just fluid inside of those. Yeah, yeah. and then it, it like once you have just fluid, <laughs> now your knees are at risk. Yeah. So like he's really he needs to be careful. Is what yeah, I'm saying. Really so it takes seven techs to get. An automatic suspension that does in that, the postseason. Does that not seem like a lot? No, no, not the, with the way these NBA refs are. Absolutely, it does not sound like a lot. NBA refs at the moment are outrageous. Every little thing you say to them, every time you look at one of them, someone is trying to take up somebody. And speaking of uh, outrageous officials, Scott Foster was the uh, uh, the official last night in the Who's Rockets outrageous game. Outrageous official number one. Who's he's the number one, and he is the number one public enemy of the Rockets. Like, yeah, do you have that stat of the? I, do, their I don't have it in front of me, but I remember it's something like they haven't. They're like zero and zero and seven. Eight, seven. They're zero and seven. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was even more, more than they've that. They've lost the last seven games that Scott Fisher has. has yeah, uh, Scott Foster and, is, and he was wearing K. On the court, what was a he son of yeah. a bitch? Uh, yeah. That's he not wearing, true. I swear to God, look, you can look it up. The only he, thing I trust you to talk about is what the guys wear. The refs have to wear the same black Nike they're, sneakers. Exactly, they're all black Nikes, and he's KDs. rocking like these <laughs> rainbow KDs. Uh, it's not a joke. It's I mean, respectfully, I think you're full of shit. <laughs> I think you're full of shit too. <laughs> I don't believe this is true. Use, no, use, use the Google machine. Use the Google machine. Very funny. I hope it's true. Yeah, that would God. People in Houston would hate him even more. Yeah. So the last game that. Uh, Scott Foster ref was in I think it was in February and at the end of the game uh, hang on a second the last game that Scott Foster for for the Houston Rockets okay and Jesus so in the post game get a postseason game exactly so in the post game of that particular game Harden said that he was rude and arrogant and was fined twenty five thousand dollars by the NBA. Yeah, yeah yeah him Harden on CP3 both went off post game I remember when that happened yeah Here's the other thing. This is the first one he's read right. since then. So when it was announced that Scott Foster was going to uh, officiate this game too, it's not like the NBA just decided like willy-nilly, yeah. okay, Scott Foster. It's been decided months ago that these are going to be the officials right. that officiate these games. So it's not like they're trying to make a point to get on the Rockets' skin. I also think that it's probably the perfect time to insert him in there because there's so much drama going around about the yeah. the refs that like everybody's tiptoeing like they're all like every quote after the game everybody's like oh the, the refs, refs are did perfect. great yeah. yeah you see I mean yeah that's a it, so it's a perfect time to insert yeah. a, a villain you're not wrong Draymond Green said listen right? we've been chatting we've been all screaming about the refs and the refs did a great job tonight well so, yeah you know what sucks worse than Scott Foster's yeah. officiating losing twenty five k and well, that and. You know what sucks worse than losing 25K? Losing your hair. I didn't realize how much I cared about mine until I noticed I had started losing it. That's why for the past few months, I've been using Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. Since I started using Keeps, I've noticed uh, I'm better looking. You know, I'm just more attractive. I got more confidence. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to get. For five minutes... And just a dollar a day, you'll never have to worry about hair loss again. This shit is really easy. You just take photos of your dome, and uh, getting started with Keeps is so easy. It takes five, less than five minutes, like I mentioned. You answer a few questions. You snap a few photos of your head. A licensed physician in your state reviews your information and recommends the right treatment for you. Then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. You know what they are. And you've probably never gotten them at this price. Keeps is only ten or thirty-five dollars a month, or ten to thirty-five dollars a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. 
How much do you like deal, free, uh, Gars? Uh, F-R-E-E, baby. That's I like right. It a lot. If it's free, it's me. That's one hell of a deal in order to keep your own hair. How good is that? To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to keeps.com slash B-D-C, like backdoor cover. That's keeps, K-E-E-P-S, dot com slash B-D-C. One free month of treatment at keeps.com slash B-D-C. Keeps, here's the, the big tagline, hair today, hair tomorrow. All right, well, then tonight, You did Wednesday that really night. fucking well, by Thank the way. You. I just need to let you know. Very the hair today, hair tomorrow, I like that. I you, mean, he just like, he's man, like a goddamn a ballerina. Product. He just goes through the, the copy points. He knows the, he knows the product. He talks about the product. He kills it. Thank you. You're great. Shouts to keeps.com slash BDC, your, your free month automatically when you go there. Tonight uh, being Wednesday night, so but again, by the time you listen to this game, these games are probably over, but uh, Portland uh, is at Denver. Denver is a four-point favorite at home. Irish Pete, quick uh, quick prediction on tonight's game. Who's at home again? Denver. Denver's at home. Denver one at game home. One. They're the best record in the NBA at home this season. Um, I mean, it's almost impossible to go beat them on the road. The crowd get going. They get running up and down the court really quickly, and they just start making all the They all, all smoke the weed, too. They all smoke weed, which would kind of go against Good, them, running, go, them running up and down the field really quickly, up, up and down the court really quickly. But... Um, yeah, I like Denver in that game. I don't see any anyone beating them. All right, Irish Pete's on Denver. Who do you like, Gars? I don't know what basketball. Yeah, he's he's all baseball <laughs> all, right. all the time. Well, good. We are done. Best answer ever. We, Ralph, stop it. We're done with basketball for today. We're back Thursday, as we mentioned. We'll talk NFL draft. We'll talk UFC. We'll also preview some other games this weekend on tomorrow's episode. So check back on the feed later. This we'll see afternoon. how we'll see how Irish Peter did on that uh, on that. Pick. That's right. Uh, let's talk some some baseball. I've heard the baseball has been very, very good. So here we go. To some people. This is the segment you've all been waiting for, okay? This is the yep, reason yep. Elgar's and Irish Peter here. It's not to, to give... Uh, are we fucking that up, Peter? Is it, are, is it the Irish Pete? It's Pete the Irish guy. Pete the Irish oh, guy. I, knew I apologize. Was I got dyslexia. See, that one's, Pete on, the Irish that one's on me. A, hey, man. Yeah, that's on you. That's I fun. played sports. So I didn't make good grades. Yeah. Peter, <laughs> he's Irish. Who fucking okay. is? <laughs> Pete the Irish guy and Elgar's are here to talk some baseball. Yeah. Uh, let's talk quickly about tonight's Wednesday night baseball game. Again, you're probably listening to this Thursday, but give us just a few thoughts on uh, the game, the, the big ESPN Wednesday night game. Okay. Oh, got a nice little matchup tonight, Pete. We do. We got a great matchup. We got the Astros against the Twins. So quickly, before we get into that, we'll quickly just let you know why we want to talk about Wednesday night baseball. I think so. El Garza and I have been, having, been watching Wednesday night baseball for a long time. Long time. And we, every Wednesday, huh? Every, every single much. Wednesday for the last couple of years. Yeah. We go over, we cook some some steaks. Okay. Some scallops. It's a good choice. I do some scallops with some Irish butter. Kerry Gold. Absolutely amazing. Shout out, Kerry Gold. What is Irish yeah, butter? Shout out to Kerry Gold. I don't okay, Irish you. butter. It's is that the, too much? No, it's the most incre- incredible Is it like ice butter. cream or what? It basically is ice yeah. cream. Yeah. It's butter with just loads of salt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love salt. It's good, okay. it's good okay. butter. Kerry Gold. Kerry Gold should write, should, should write a check. Yeah, we would like that. Yeah. So Kerrygold Irish Butter. Some they great, can also some sponsor scallops. our next segment, the Butter Cut. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> feeds in perfectly. So um, yeah, we've been watching baseball for a long time. Um, when I played golf in college, uh, my some of my best friends were all baseball players, and so I, uh, I for some whatever reason, I f- had a love for baseball. So we started to watch baseball, and uh, yeah, we watch every Wednesday night. I'm a Yankees fan. Garza's an Astros fan. And we got the Astros playing here tomorrow night against the Twins. 
Well, tonight, actually. Or sorry, tonight. Playing he's trying tonight? to he's trying to project because we're recording this on a Wednesday night. It's confusing. Yeah. Yes. Confu- it's it's oh, like Back to the Future, but Tell backwards. us about what people may be watching tonight. So, AL West leaders, Astros versus the AL Central leaders, Twins. No one really knows much about the Twins because they're the fucking Twins. <laughs> it's very cold there. And they're in Minnesota. I didn't even know they had a pro team until I knew that they were playing the Astros. Hey, they, have a, they got a new stadium, though. It's a new indoor stadium. If, and by if new, you say so. By new, it's like 10 years old. Less than old. 10 years old, yeah, but exactly. not new. two or three years old. But, Many years but old. But like every point. other year, no one has any idea who any of the Twins baseball players Joe are. Joe Maurer retired, right? He was Mauer's, the last guy I knew. Maurer's done. Uh, Kirby Puckett retired many years ago. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. And that, that's, that's the last we knew of the Twins. <laughs> in 91? Back yeah, in Nail? Back in yeah, back, There are the no ba- rules there. The, but the only yeah. pitcher anyone knows that they have is this guy named uh, Michael Pineda, who used to pitch for my team, the Yankees. Okay. But he stinks. Okay. So that's why we gave him to the Twins. Okay. And he still stinks for the Twins. But he's still the only reason that anyone knows any of the pitchers on the Twins. Well, I mean, no one knows that but you. So yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, maybe. Are they just beating ass with like puppy, like little, like come, like kind of? It, it's a the... lot of kids, a lot That's of young guys. There's two studs on the Twins. They're left fielder Rosario. Yeah. Eddie Rosario. That's a tight name. Yeah, I mean, from Dominican, he's an absolute stud. The Dominicans know how to ball. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's all exactly. they do. That's all they do. That's play all ball. they do. Like, they you want to go to school? Uh, no, I'm going to play baseball. <laughs> Reasonable. Which, which sounds tight. Yeah, yeah exactly. I wish that, that's how we do it. It's always sunny in the Dominican, so, too. The, and the, but the funny thing about the Twins is they, they are fourth in the majors in home runs. So home runs have – the home run pace right now is bananas in the league. Okay. And the Twins are fourth with a load of no-namers. Rosario has 11. Right now, and the right fielder Kepler has seven. So the other two studs, left field, right field. Outside of that, there's a ki- there's another kid that pitches for them who has an ERA under three. Who I can't remember his name, but another Dominican kid, I think. Yeah. And um, clearly, how yeah. fucking shitty would it be to move from the Dominican Republic, where it's like beautiful beaches, to the Twin Cities, where it's just like blanketing snow is, is that a fucking serious question i think you're overestimating how shitty would the it be Dominican to move republic. from the dominican republic where you eat rice and beans every day that's all you eat oh. and you, you have baseball gloves yeah. made out of tires I've and then only, you move yeah. to the united states jesus christ brad <laughs> yeah. I, I get it together I think all right you're hey, 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 let us Dominican talk about the baseball segment here hey you talk about the basketball. I'm also uneducated. I've, the only part of the Dominican right, I've been, been to, to Punta Cana. is quite yeah. Yeah. In, in yeah. the Dominican Republic. You, you've been to the Four Seasons yeah. Resort in you Dominican. S- you're like, this you is stayed as They make a nice great. margarita in that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. They're, 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 that's not what they're doing over you there. You stayed at an adult's only resort in Punta Cana in Dominican. So I saw on. when we were driving into the Punta Cana or whatever it's called, there was a, a <laughs> billy goat on a roof oh, of this house. you actually did go to I'm telling you, I've been to fucking this place. Yeah, oh, I was hilarious. there like 12 months ago. Of it's course, very you nice. <laughs> that's what I'm using personal knowledge of the one resort. On well, this to be fair, out island. of the four of us, one of us has been to the Dominican, and none of us have been to Minnesota. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's true. That's, that's what I'm true. Did, did you know that a professional? So, team? shouts to the Dominicans. I heard in Minnesota that you just go into underground tunnels. You don't even walk from the only reason I know as an true. Irish person what Minnesota is because I was a huge Mighty Ducks fan. Mighty Ducks, D2, <laughs> D2, the Mighty Ducks, Charlie Conway, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wait, what year did you move here? I moved here in 04. I fucking love how, like, everything that you love is, like, 
the American dream. It's, well, like, listen, it's <laughs> like Mighty Ducks yeah. and the fucking Yankees. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. It's yeah. just so beautiful. And he's a Patriots fan, too. And, he's, oh, just, yeah. like, he's just the biggest bandwagon. He's I'm like, who's the, good? So I'm, I'm, a no, New York, I'm a New York Yankees and New England Patriots fan. <laughs> I thought I was the only one yeah. that was. Oh, you did? Except if you know the Don Patrick uh, radio morning show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so two of the they, he has four producers that sit the other side of the glass. Two of the guys in the front, one of them his name is Seton. Okay, Seton, o- Seton O'Connor. Yeah, Seton O'Connor is another New England Patriots, New York Yankees fan, and that makes me feel better. About and he's myself. transplanted, probably from Ireland, because he's got no, O'Connor. Yeah, well, yeah, that could be true. But Maybe. I, I think he was born and raised in New York, and maybe his dad is from Boston, so he grew up. Yeah one team and then because of where he lived he was the other team but he makes me feel better so about myself he inspires you yeah he d- absolutely does all right I, i'm not a loner enough about the twins yeah let's, let's talk, talk about, the, about the real team the astros the Astros. that's your squad right that's, that's your squad draped up and dripped out <laughs> hey wait before <laughs> you go on astros. what semi-professional team did you play for First of all, there's no such thing as semi-professional. I don't know what the terminology <laughs> is. Either you're a professional or you're not. Okay, you get so paid what to play professional or you team don't did you get play for? Play. The Grand Prairie Airhawks. There it is. And it was independent minor league. Okay. Oh, shit, right next to the uh, the racetrack, right? The Micah. horse track. Oh, yeah, you've been there? I used to go to the horse track, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, who the fuck goes to baseball games here? Nobody. <laughs> to, to answer your question, nobody. nobody. Except for the babes. It was, yeah, well, if you count... Parents and moms, maybe some, maybe Brad's mom is the there. The C team. <laughs> oh, hey, come on now, come on now. Case hot. Okay, that sorry. hat. Off. Garza's wearing a Stroh's hat. It's missing the A Ooh. with the apostrophe. It's oh, that, that's a bun B. That's a bun B special. Hat. He gave it to me personally. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I know. I made that up. <laughs> he so, designed that hat though. Probably did. Yeah, sure. Who Astros are poised to make another run. So they're the team, the right? Series. They're the team right now. Number one power rankings. They got everybody coming back. Everybody's playing good. Yeah, I mean, they got the pitching. That's they what it comes lead, down lead, to. Lead the league in ERA with a 271 yeah, ERA. Garrett Cole's a stud, top of the lineup. Garrett Cole leads Verlander's the league in strikeouts. Striking people out. Is the girl still coming into the games doing the cat daddy with the big titties? I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. Verlander's I, old lady. Kate Upton. Oh, oh, sorry. Kate sorry. Upton. Oh, yeah. She's still doing that. She did that. the cat daddy, right? Yeah, she yeah she's still doing that. Yeah, Kate oh. Upton's still doing that. She knows how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Astros are the team to beat, I think, right now, especially. You know, the Red Sox are doing what the Red Sox do. Um, the Red Sox are shit. Right well, now. here's the thing about being shit, but being the champs. Going back to back has to be the hardest, most difficult thing to do. Has to be. I mean... Every team gears up for you. N- not, not only does every team gear up when you come into town, but even subconsciously, how do you get yourself up for these regular season shitty games against Minnesota? And or going into against these teams when you, what you just did was win a World Series. That's such a cop very, out. Very That's difficult. such a weak ass excuse. I can't hear. That's such a weak well. Ass just excuse. to be clear, uh, our friends at mybookie.ag tend to agree with you. Sort of, the Astros and Dodgers are Dodgers. both plus four fifty to okay. win the win the World Series. But shockingly, and this must be weird, the Yankees are currently the favorite on my bookie at plus four twenty. Yeah, we are. Plus four twenty, which yeah. somehow P- Peter, how have people the must Yankees, be high to so be betting on how the Yankees. the Yankees lost every starting position and still tread water? So the New York, so my New York Yankees right now, we have thirteen players on the DL, which is a mental number of players on DL. Not only do we have thirteen, but in the series against the Giants, Lemayhew and Urshel, who both had to come out of the game and both went for X rays, 
first, by the way, in case you were asking, Lemayhu and Urshel, yeah, I don't know who they are either. I wasn't they're asking. Both, yeah, Scranton double, they're Scranton Wilkesbury players. But yeah, um, we have a lot of injuries, and somehow we were 5-8 and eight with a lot of injuries, and now we're 17-13. and 13. We're looking good. We got this kid named Luke Voigt, who is absolutely destroying the game. Luke, In what capacity? Is he like... He's good offensively, good defensively. What's he do? He's kind of doing he, everything. He's got a huge jock. Well, monster okay. Monster juice monkey. This <laughs> guy's the biggest juice monkey you've ever you seen. You think he's roiding? Ju- oh, just okay. just look on. at him. No undershirt. Yeah. Like his jersey doesn't fit. His, like so my favorite, one of my favorite things. That's it? About, That's how you know? Well, one oh, of my favorite yeah. things. Real tight skin. No underbra? Yeah. Well, he has, so, so his top button on his shirt is open. And it kind of it kind of flans open a little bit, okay. and you and you can see that chest acne popping out uh, on his shirt, and yeah. you know he's mid cycle yeah. right now. He's mid cycle and he's dropping hitting, balls. He's he's on nine home runs at the moment. I can it hear you fawning about him, like his little shirt. Uh, popping Peter open. There's Peter movement. Guitar there is boy. movement right now. He'll I fucking mean, text me and be like, "Did you see what Voigt did <laughs> today?" I'm like, "No, I mean, dude. Luke I don't Voigt's fucking a, care about the Yankees." Luke Voigt's a stud, bro. But there, hey, there is there is a video, an Instagram video of Voigt. This video is amazing. Bench pressing 135 pounds with one arm. Yeah, <laughs> this is you can you, you can it look is, this up. It is it's the on greatest Instagram. One arm in the middle of the bar, and he's bench pressing 135. One it's like so, the greatest internet video since like it's Kim one of the best ones ever. Beating people so Garza. Up in so I saw this. I saw this. I was like, this guy's a fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you can, tried to do it? Didn't I can you? do this. Yeah, I tried it with the bar. Yeah, you meet him. Yeah, he was doing 135. I was doing 45. In your designer gym, I could be. I was designer gym. Lululemon pants of the girl next to you, unfortunately. I was wearing designer jeans at the time. <laughs> oh, <well>. that's tight. <laughs> yeah, with boots. Cool. No shirt. No shirt. No yeah. shirt. I mean, I asked I asked oh. to leave. I got asked no to leave. Hot, no hot, no boot, no job. How many times have you been asked to leave? All right, we're going to let that be. Anyway, so no, I, yeah, yeah, I tried How just, many reps just the bar. Uh, three. Struggle. Three Struggle with bar. 45 pounds. He's with lying. With he got one nine. arm. With one arm. No, it's I get it. Garza, that's impressive. I know. And this dude, this this roided up juice monkey, Luke is Boyd. just hammering one thirty five. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. it up. It's on. It's, it's on. A, Insta. It's one of the best videos that's on the. I internet think we're gonna right have now. to post that shit. Yeah. This might be the return of Substock. <laughs> that was incredible. Substock. So that so that's so your that, player. That's your player. Of May. That's that's my favorite player, and that leads me into talking about the whole the pace that Major League Baseball is on right now for home runs Yeah, is the most outrageous thing I've ever heard. The best stat I heard all week, I, I'm a big stat guy. I love hearing outrageous statistics. Uh, love hearing outrageous statistics, no matter what the sport. But the most outrageous statistics I heard I th- was from the Orioles, right? So the Cincinnati Reds have the all-time record for most home runs given up in one season. That was season. like 2016, right? 2016, yeah. they gave up 256 nice, home runs. The The Baltimore Orioles are on pace to give up 394 home runs this That's season. like 150 f- more home well, that's runs. That's because I everyone mean, fucking strikes out all day. They just it's go, the, it, go it's maybe go the most outrageous stat I've ever heard. I also... Uh, the shortstop and one of the groomsmen in my wedding is a uh, Baltimore or lives, on, lives in Baltimore. Wait, what, what kind of humble brag is that? You got a you got a groomsman that's playing on the Baltimore Orioles right now? Well, no, 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 no. He he was shortstop in our co- uh, on our team in college, and he lives in Baltimore and is a season ticket holder. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you and go. So ticket holder. This is the kid. I I just I games. like texting him abuse about what the Baltimore Orioles are doing right now. Okay. 
and uh, yeah, so just uh, any statistic I hear about the Orioles always makes me think of him and how sad he must feel hmm. in the, with the state of his his baseball. Because they're just getting in. bombed on. It's I mean they're just they're just giving up home runs like it's nobody's business. Bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. Do you want to talk about crazy stats? I'll tell you my player of the month. Let's hear it. Uh, who's your player of the month? Cody Bellinger. Crushing balls and crushing ass out in L.A. No, 100%. He, he doesn't need stats. I, I tried to give Garza a stat sheet. He's doing this verbatim. No I already problem. Did, I already, no, I already made my own stats. Took some notes. He's handwriting kind of guy. <laughs> Cody Bellinger leads every offensive category okay. in the league. Jeez. First in home runs, 14. First in RBI, 36. Jesus. First in runs, 30. First in hits, 44. 427 average. 500, 500 OBP. OBS? He's OBS? getting on base half the time. How long has this dude been in the league? This, this is, is like third year. Third he was rookie of the year, year, had a little sophomore slump. Yeah, he was kind of shitty last year. And then now he's just lighting the league on fire. So is there, the, the most, is there pimples and shit when his... No, 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 no. no. This open. kid is kind of a... He's kind skinny. Of, yeah, kind of a little Ken Griffey, kind of Griffey Ooh. physique. He's a little lean. He's lean. He's kind of a little long. He's got room to grow if you want yeah, to go Yeah, I think so. But, I think know. the most impressive stat on there is the fact that he's batting four fucking 27. Well, he cut, That's he, outrageous. He hey, cut you, his strikeout rate in half from last year. Could he's, you think of a better market to live in than... Los Angeles just uh, bombing. Uh, Twenty three year old making millions uh, of dollars is dropping bombs. Just going down to like the beach, be like, what absolutely not. And and and, yeah. and the reason then why did Bryce Harper sign with Philly, and he didn't take the deal from the Dodgers? Yeah, the six year hundreds of million from the Dodgers, he could just go Mormon. slay mad puss in L A. <laughs> and then not have to deal with Philadelphia. There I you mean, have it. Seems can like I? No can I uh, guess here? Yeah. You think Bryce Harper's gay? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, listen, I, I thought, thought, he, I thought listen, he was Mormon. I listen, thought I heard he was I Mormon. Don't, I don't think he's gay. Going His boyfriend might be gay. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of girls to soak in there. <laughs> yeah. Do the old just Mormon soak? soak. Not that there's soak. anything wrong with I being gay. I don't think there's a lot the of record. soaking going on in Philadelphia. Well, I might be gay. We're, I mean, I don't know. Well, we're a very pro-gay podcast. Well, I don't know. I'm not going anywhere near that. That's what we're here for, for discovery. So if you figure that out, then so be it. Yeah. In the meantime, you're Peter the Irish guy. That's what we want. What else you got, guards? You got any other notes on on baseball happenings this week? Okay, so what's going to happen here in the future, the flagship segment of this podcast is going to be called the Chain of the Week. And it's been hyped to me for for maybe like 10 to 10 days, 14 days, two weeks. <laughs> uh, long, so long run up. Eventually, that's how this gonna this gonna play out. That's gonna be the the. the There's the so big many content. fucking sick chains in the major leagues, and y'all are gonna feature gold chains. chains. We're gonna feature diamond chains. This is gonna be diamond such, gold yeah. chains. <laughs> yeah, it big, small, multiple. <laughs> Do you like all two sizes? I, two I chains. Mean, two, two chains I, on. I one don't discriminate. Chain. I don't discriminate so, on chains. So that's yeah. gonna be our social media element. Yeah, is because obviously we need to see the chains. Somebody got. To right. feature these chains exactly we're going to feature the chains on um on the on on your instagram site and yeah that's what we're going to do i was i was running an idea by peter instead of calling it chain of the week yeah we just call it chain of week so we can go yeah. cow <laughs> who got the cow who Love got it. the cow this Love week it. who What's the cow, cow this week what is cow? chain of week chain of oh, week oh that's we the three letters that's, the, that's the acronym yeah, spoken out loud but, but, but we can get real loud <laughs> you can go, still cow. call it chain of the week and just call it cow you, <laughs> oh can we do that i yeah, like it just if you call the it it's all good yeah chain of the week cow the's not a word anyway right yeah i like chain of week that's good chain of week 
and it, it, it's mostly Dominican guys, so they can't speak much English. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Do, you, I love do we it. have Racist. a pick for Chain of the Week? So I was looking. So Our Chain of the Week? We have a leader. The, the cow, cow winner. Yeah. So this is the guy that inspired me for the entire segment. Okay. The inaugural. I, 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 I was watching, this is the first one. And, and real quick, we can't real, say inaugural on this podcast. Well, I can't I, say it either. Hey, and real quick, the Chain of the Week, it, it, it becomes a thing because the kids that are going to win Chain of the Week are guys that are not your big household names. Okay. It's the guys that have just spent every penny of their first check they've ever gotten yeah. on this fucking chain. You think there's a chance they're getting it like on Amazon and uh, it's like a, Sterling oh no, Silver? Oh, no, oh, no. Absolutely this not. Is, this is they're going goal. to Roy this the jeweler in New York City or yeah. whoever he is in Miami All or right. whatever. We made and that's why the chain of becomes a thing. So my first, my the guy that inspired me for this whole segment, Rosel Herrera. Okay. No from, one's ever heard of him. From the Miami Marlins. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You didn't even know. No one you didn't even know that was a real name or not. Is he Dominican? You know. yeah. Absolutely. No way. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. I just made that up. Google it. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's there's don't a good know. chance. There's a good chance he is. Yeah. Rosel Herrera from the Miami Marlins. His chain By the way, was uh, so looking absurd. at the stats, the Miami Marlins have the single worst odds in all of baseball to win the World Series. Yeah, so, they're they're not very good. so this is not a, a household not, name. So no. they're not they're not good, but their chains are sick. So that <laughs> yeah. counts for something. Tell yeah. tell me more about this chain. So it's about I'll probably say about a quarter inch <laughs> thick. Okay. And it went, I would say almost halfway down his chest. Okay. Like not even like up around the neck. It was Nipple, nipple length. Yeah, yeah, nipple yeah. to nipple. That's that's what really caught my it's attention. Like a, yeah, that's why. It <laughs> that's what really caught my attention. I said, yeah, "Wow, I that. that thing is Kinda long. Like a, this uh, is like a hula hoop around this." <laughs> yeah. I said, "That's long and thick, and it remind me of Brad's cock." <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh God! Almighty. Here we go. That has not been introduced on this podcast. That has not. Oh, been oh, been wow, that's the first yeah, time. Has it not? How's it not? Oh, been? that's the first time. There you go, America. Okay. If, if anyone's listening, go, if anyone's listening, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, sorry, I'll just hey, stop right there. Hey, but uh, so the chain basically acts as like a uh, a wonder bra for the man. Like it's right around his nipples, pulls the tits. Yeah, but up. dude's yoked though. He yeah, I know. That's why I mean, he's 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 got to be doing like the, six, the. He was like the, six three, two ten. The antler just. deer spray, like his titties gonna be sagging soon. He's gonna have to wear his chain <laughs> around his titties. I don't know. You there you have it. That's my theory. Hey, so that has been what a fucking great segment. The chain of week. Cow. Thank cow, <laughs> I love that you just scream cow at the end of it. Love it. Man. You're blowing out people's speakers at home, but yeah, it's cool. Sorry. It's that's it's worth fine. it. It's that's good. Fine. That's fine. That is ingenuity. God, this is a good podcast. That's fresh. It's all right. All right. That, Guess what time it is now? What time is it, Mike? It's time for America's number one golf segment, the Buttercut. Not yet presented by Kerrygold, but hopefully soon. Who's Kerrygold? Perfect sponsor for the Irish butter, the best Irish butter in the world. You guys guys gotta understand. I'm dumb. I can't remember things from like five minutes ago. Kerrygold, Kerry, come at me. Yeah, that's not. It's all right. Tell us about golf. Hey, Kerry, don't at me. Kerry's not an actual person. All right, here's the butter cut. Your your PGA segment. Yep. All right. The PGA Tour heads to Charlotte, North Carolina, for the Wells Fargo Championship. There many times. Okay, wait. Before we get into this, we've got to establish your persona and what you know about golf because obviously you're okay. a professional. We we briefly touched on it. Yeah. You've played multiple times at Quail Hollow. No, never played Quail Hollow, but know every golf course in Charlotte, in the North Carolina, How do you South know Carolina. Them? Okay, so I went to 
Division One university and had a golf scholarship. What division one? It's called Francis Marion University. Okay. So we were a Division Two sports program, yeah. but our golf program was Division One. Love it. We'd won multiple national championships at Division Two. Okay. So we moved up to D1. And uh, yeah, I went there with a couple of other Irish. What years were these? The, I went there from 05 to 09. Yeah. And uh, I had some of my best mates from Ireland uh, on the team with me. And uh, yeah, had the, had the time of my life. It was like being a pro golfer on tour, except you were in college. Right. You could, and you could drink and hang out with hot girls. Yeah, they, there's no sponsors no, like holding you accountable no, no, for like, it, your it was, behavior and shit. It was kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was, the, it was the best time of my life. Yeah. And then, d- didn't you play some pro golf after that? Yeah, so then after... You went I, over the uh, yeah, European I, tour, right? After I, well, after I graduated, I played um, professional golf for four and a half, five years. Yeah. did Would go to Q school every year. Uh, PGA Tour Q School, European Tour Q School. Remember my wife caddying for me at European Tour Q School in London. That's crazy. That was extremely stressful. Um, It sounds stressful. Yeah, it was very, very stressful. And uh, yeah, did that for a few years and then was assistant pro at a country club after that. In in Europe or over here? No, over here in Austin. And um, yeah, gave it up and decided... I didn't really want to do it anymore. You decided you were going to go all in on baseball and become a podcast analyst. That's, uh, that's. I mean, I knew where my niche was. Hey, but and it I just so happens you're here to add some some extra butter to the butter to cut. the butter cuts. My dog. And and listen, I only hit a fade. I never ever. Is ever, that right? I never want to hit a draw. I only hit butter cuts. Is that what's the reason me too, for that? Just for the record, <laughs> Micah hits like call very it a dramatic power fade. Why, why the reason for it? Because it looks sexier than any other yeah. golf shot in the game. Huh? That's why. Because you I mean you know like the the draw rolls further. Like that's sometimes people want it because you, they listen, get distance off if it. You, if you're hitting draws, you can get into a lot of trouble. Yeah. You lose, you lose control quickly. Those little sexy little butter power fades. Yes. Woo. Money. God, you got me excited. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm ready. All right. So let's go into this then. So yeah. we're talking Quell Hollow. We're talking the Wells Fargo Championship. Yeah. So Quell Hollow was the site of the 2017 PGA Championship. Yeah. Uh, it's a player favorite, despite being ranked the fifth hardest course on the PGA Tour last year. That's like, why, it's, like to that's get out why there. it's a player favorite. Oh, is that right? Because like, the best yeah. players in the world want to play the hardest exactly. courses. Exactly. So the best players in the world want to play the hardest, most difficult courses because the best players in the world win at the hardest courses right. in the world. Because it's you can, real, real simple. It's, it cuts the cream from the crop. Right. It's, it's, it's difficult because you got to hit fairways. you got to hit good iron shots. Yeah. you got to put better than everyone else. And it really, really quick. Like, you don't have fucking Scott Piercy, no offense to Scott. <laughs> no offense to Scott Piercy. Ice cold. But you don't fucking have Scott Piercy right. just showing up randomly winning the fucking uh, Quail Hollow, right? right? You, and you, the reason why it's so difficult is because of the length, right? Le- length well, and no, the rough. No, no, it's not no? just length. No, no, no. Tell I me mean, about it. It's le- it's length. The rough length. It's tree lined. It's tight. Their greens are tricky angles. Water features are at good positions. It does a lot more to it than just it's long. It is long. Don't get me wrong, it's long. But you could get a really good golfer that doesn't hit it all that far, like a Jordan Spieth or someone, that will do well. Sure, because they can hit long uh, approach shots, right? Well, they're just better than everyone else. The best golfers win at Quail Hollow. That's why everybody goes there. That's why I thought Tiger was a certainty to play. Which he pulled himself from the running last Friday. Yeah, I think... He's, scra- he's a scratch from the... Yeah, uh, the thing with, with Tiger is, I think that... 
So I thought it was perfect for yeah. him to play at Quell Hollow. Sure. He had the Masters, two weeks off, Quell Hollow, week off, PGA. Right. And that fit perfect. But I think after he won the Masters, he probably didn't realize how much of a shit show it was going to be. It's very important that he won. It's so important. But I think it was such a shit show. And I think all the everything that, that else that went with it, I think... Um, he needs more than two weeks off. You don't think that he like regressed and fell off the wagon at the Waffle House, do you? There's a great chance. I'll just say, pop. pop you, by the way, I mean, if you win the Masters, you gotta Brad, go stop by the Waffle Brad, have House. Have you right? seen his girlfriend? Nah. There's a great chance. I mean, did you she see his had ex-wife? a wife? There's a no, no, no. He's still going to Waffle but House. That's uh, th- yeah, that's not where I'm going. I'm okay, thinking, let's let's go. Let's his go. girlfriend. There's a great chance she had a shift at the Waffle House post Masters. Oh, really? oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's not great to look at. <laughs> she's not great. Has he humbled himself? Oh, my God. Humbled himself? I mean... Well, he is like a 45-year-old man. 40. Yeah, whatever. with no oh, hair Oh, come on. Well. He's Tiger Woods. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Did you see the, uh, the the video of him walking around his own restaurant in Florida wearing with the green jacket. jacket? I did. He was wearing, I did he was wearing Oakland Raider gym shorts and just walking around with yeah, the green jacket on. It's like the on. ultimate peacock, man. It's such a fucking like, you show up and, like, your feathers are just flying. It's like shirtcocking. He may as well have no pants on. There and just have just his penis out. What and did just you call the it? Shirtcocking. Shirtcocking. Yeah, you're shirtcocking. But Wait. you made it one word. Shirtcocking. I heard that he's only... They keep giving him the same jacket over and over. No, you get six jackets. You get a jacket. Okay, listen. You're not supposed to actually take your jacket from Augusta National Premises. However, if you win multiple, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So, this is going to be interesting now because you have actual professional knowledge. Correct. And all I have is what I read on the internet. No. So, what I'm going to do here is explain what I understand to be the most valuable aspects of, yeah. of play when you are a player at the at Quell Hollow. Yeah, okay. So, the course favors long off the tee. Yeah. That's true. It's a long... Because you have... There's it, a lot of long par fours, right? Listen, Brad, that's true. Okay. But I got three of them. That's... Okay. So, the long off the tee is true basically every single course you play. Yeah, that's except, kind of a common theme on the, the for buttercut. a handful of spots. Yeah. Like, like Harbor 10 at Hilton Head. Yeah. Not a thing. Along off the well, you just got to be able to cut it and like. No, you got to be able to hit it really, 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 really straight, and then you got to be able to hit a lot of greens. Is that P- right? Putting isn't all that big important. Hitting it long, not important. So the, at the Harbor Town, Hilton Head, those are the two things. Not that important. Strike it well, hit your irons close. That's what's important. That seems reasonable. So all of you who've been listening to me tell you that driving it long off the tee every single week is important. That's true because it's pretty fucking important to yep. hit the ball far. Yeah. So second. Because the course is long, being able to be accurate with your approach shots, like with a five, four iron, that kind of stuff. No. Important, right? No. Absolutely, no? absolutely not. Okay, what's next? Okay, so because yeah. being because, so because hitting it long off the tee is important, yes. the next most important thing is then hitting your wedges close. Yes. Because you But you don't a, always get wedged because it's long, right? No. But because you hit it longer than everybody else, yeah. you have more wedges yeah. into greens yeah. than every other player Typically. in the game. So what I understood was that this course specifically was the one that, like, even if you're a bomber, you're still hitting, like, seven, eight, nine, like, seven, six, five. I, feel, I still think— Is listen, that not true? Li- well, no, well, no, no, no. It, it's not that it's not true. I think that— And to, be, to reiterate, this is all internet research. Like, I, I've never been— yeah. 
And yeah. right, and I knowing the course, knowing the players that win there. Yeah, it's not that you need to hit your four, five, six iron well. Right, you maybe need to hit your mid irons a little better than everyone else. Sure, but I think yeah, bombing off the tee big advantage. And then the last of them is being able to scramble because you're playing this longer course. You're landing on firmer greens. You've got like really shitty rough, like almost all the time. Like it's it's very difficult to hit your greens and to be able to like scramble and preserve your score is like a really important aspect yeah. of, of the game. Yeah. So very, that one you agree with, yeah? Yeah, I agree with that. I think, again, like any other golf course, sure. I think the this is the just the type of course that the best fucking players in the world will do better than the rest of the guys because they do everything better. Yeah. So that's just the way it's going to be. I love your elitist mentality. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's listen. And if you look at it, the winners, the history of winners at uh, Quill Hollow, it's all it's a good list of winners. It's always it's one of those stops that like everybody has to go to. McElroy loves playing there. Sure, always. Has Do you to know have, him? I've played with him before. Yeah, you Grew played up, with McElroy. I have played with Rory. Yeah, growing up in and your boys with Shane. And boys with Shane, Shane Larry. Larry's a good Sugar boy Shane. of mine. Yeah, maybe we'll get Shane on the podcast one day. That's yeah, a th- fucking dream come that, true. Nah, listen, we can get him on. We had a great time when he came into town um, for the, the for the Dell, Dell match play. play. In yeah, we had a great time with Shane and um, Thor, <laughs> Thorbjorn Olsen. And it's hard to say that fucking guy's name. Thorbjorn. The, 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 I take him all the time in DraftKings, and people are like, "Who you take?" I was like. Olsen? Well, we call him the Danish porn star. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, he's called the Danish porn star. Because he fucks star. or what? Yeah, yeah, because he fucks and he's just Danish. He wears a flat bill. Yeah, and he's good looking. He can't speak. Yeah, but he exactly. Can fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's but tight. yeah, we had a good night in the club with, with the two of them and Baker Mayfield was there. And yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a good night. Oh, yeah. It you was hanging big, with Baker? Oh, it was a big night. Yeah, Bake was in town. It was I a hung big out, night. We walked, we for some reason followed Lowry and we were hanging out with his brother the whole time. Alan Larry. Yeah, he looked drunk. Yeah, he looks very like him, except uh, he like was like less mean? good at golf. He was like yeah, a little, yeah. You know that look of you're less good. He also yeah. looks yeah. like a little, a little sweatier, <laughs> a little sweatier, and a little drunker. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I can see that. I fucking hate Shane. <laughs> oh no, Shane Listen. spilled a drink on Garza. Shane he spilled a drink. He threw a drink. <laughs> Put it to your lips. Wait, like, I didn't he, even hear this. He threw a drink. You were standing right next to me. Okay. You we this was right at Summit at, at the club. So this okay. is in Austin. Were you this trying to blow March Baker or was this You were trying a to blow Baker. Time. It was post blowy. <laughs> okay. And I was standing there looking cool as fuck. Yeah. And he just he across chain the table on? threw a drink on me. Really? You were standing right next to me. Yeah, I was probably egging him up. Yeah, probably, yeah you probably were. Yeah. Wait, but Garza, why did he do it? You told me this before already once. I want the audience to know. Well, because I was just being cool. And that's <laughs> what he said. That's what you told me. I had me a fucking I, fire hat I, on. I had a fucking fire, fire hat, hat on. on. It's a like a fireman's fresh, hat? Gold chain popping out. I, I look good. And clearly better than that fucking guy. And then he just threw a drink on me. Did you tell him you played for the Texas Tornadoes uh, at like East El Paso? No, I had to take a deep breath, but then I swallowed it because I was like, well, (laughs) he's paying for all my drinks. Yeah, he was paying for all drinks. I guess I'll just wear and just keep drinking. He had an aggressive tab that night. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Where were y'all at? We were at Summit. It was was upwards of 5K. Just fist pumping. I mean, just like really low cut shirts and it's like spit. Like sparklers going off yeah. out of your fucking beer can. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it bottle service it was city. T- it was. Time. So Sugar Shane, he holds down the bottle service with you guys. He does, and he's he a- likes to spill beers on idiots who wear. He does, in the but bar. he's he a great. Spill. He's a great was, man. It was intentional. <laughs> he he's a great man. He wants to get everybody involved, and he loves spreading the love. Uh, loves love. Loves it. 
All right, let's go through a couple players. I got a couple player features for okay. you. I want to hear your uh, opinion on these okay. these features now that all I've got is internet research and you've got actual perspective. Okay. Here we are. Jason Day. He sucks. I hate Jason Micah, Day. Micah hates Jason He's Day. He's the one player on tour I hate. Well, I, oh. I hate Kucher worse, but I hate Jason Mike, Day. Wait, you hate Matt Kucher? He's the nicest yes. fucking guy. God, I love Matt Kucher. Cheap cock. No, you play Matt with Kucher's Kuch. not a good guy. Fuck Matt Kucher. Hey, thank you for derailing my guy. No, hang on Micah. a second. If you're going to hold that caddy fucking fiasco, <laughs> that caddy yes. fiasco was a joke. There was some scrub Mexican caddy that didn't even know how to speak English. This shit's on, told, it's on Kooch. Oh it's on Kooch. God. Don't, don't, don't get me going on that situation. I won't. Okay. Yeah, you'll get fucking. Because you know what? Joke. Hey, after this, I'll buy you point uh, six percent of dinner. All right. Oh my god! It was way less than that. That's a f- absolute <laughs> point take. Six tenths of one percent of dinner. That's no, what there I'll buy you, you are. That's what no, you're going. Don't that's get me going on that situation because that. Hey, I'm with you. So okay, you guys quit fucking hijacking. So you're. My so segment. what you're telling me is you're a cheap cuck too. Is that where we're going with it's this? It's nothing to do with being a cheap cunt. This is what cuck. I'm cuck is sorry, a very sorry, pop, popular well, or, or cunt. What are we? Yeah, I like when you say cunt, actually. Well, I believe so Kuchar's say it one time. Cunt. Oh, God. Yeah, so so do a lot of people. Um, no, the, the Kucher thing is a, is a, <laughs> is a joke. It He paid. He had an agreement okay. with, with a local Mexican scrub caddy who barely knew how to walk. And could carry his bag, maybe if he taught him how to carry it. Okay. Right? So no, no, no. Hang okay. on, hang on a second. Hang on a second. He agreed to pay him a certain <laughs> amount of money, right? He agreed a three thousand dollar th- fee. Then after he won, he decided, okay, out of the goodness of my heart, I'm gonna offer you fifteen <laughs> grand. To which he declined. So we gave him five thousand dollars. Right. Gave him five thousand dollars. Say thousand one more time. Thousand. Oh, why, why, did he, ta- why did listen, he decline he the gave fifteen him, grand? I for I, no one knows. Uh, he declined. Yeah, declined it. So he gave him five thousand instead, instead of the three thousand. Like, right. So then after he gave him the five thousand, all these people were getting in the in the caddy's ear saying, you know, you realize that uh, the normal fee is ten percent. On tour for a caddy for a win. Well, yeah, it's ten percent for a fucking professional caddy right. who's on a paid salary with all these other professionals. Right. Who I know a lot of them. That's a different, different agreement. I mean, if they call a cab uh, driver up to drive the NASCAR, I think this is discriminatory. Discriminatory. No, it's I not. agree okay. with Gars. So yeah. that was what I was gonna. I was gonna. I, I was discriminatory. My okay, people. I'm got, my people have been held down listen, for too many years. I'm gonna, I'm if you can't there. tell, too many years, and now you gotta be skin. on the PGA tour being held down too, huh? Okay, I'm gonna leave it there. No, we gotta move past the. Okay, let's move past that. Talk about Jason Day, my second least favorite player on tour. Jason Day, I ha- yeah, it's a good <laughs> question. I really didn't like him when he ha- when he got the uh, remember in the PGA when he like couldn't walk. What's it called when you get the imbalance in your ear? Yeah, vertigo, yeah, vertigo. He got vertigo during the round. That was like his like his coming excuse. in party. Yeah, I, I didn't believe him. Yeah, and he seemed like a little bitch to me. Yeah, but however, he's a phenomenal golfer. God, he has his a wife is hot as nuts. She got kids. And she's, from, and she's from Columbus, Ohio. Is that right? And I'm a big fan of Columbus, Ohio. And they live in We're Columbus, Ohio. We're out on Columbus yeah. on this pod. Yeah. We're an anti-Columbus pod. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm a big Columbus, Ohio guy. You st- hey, yeah. I'm with you. Fuck yeah. this guy. I like Jason Day. Okay, so here's the deal. Jason Day won last year. Is the last time he did win. He'll win, coming, he'll win many more times. He'll win many more oh, times. Many, but many, right many, now, he's a great the, putter. So the deal is, right now, he's got a fucked up back. Last week, him and Adam Scott managed to miss the cut in a very weak field yeah, of the have team. You, have you seen Adam Scott play golf? 
God, he is so beautiful. No, he is horrific. He is the he's worse putter than Garza is. He's the best he's quite looking handsome. guy on he's tour, the, though. He is. Not There's only, no way he's the worst putter than Garza. Oh, he's the worst putter on tour. I'll no, tell I'm you a good putter. I'll tell I you a story hit, about. I just can't hit him. Hey, I'll head. tell you a funny story about <laughs> Adam Scott being a shit putter. Okay. So I was at this dinner, and Dave Stockton, who is one of the most world-renowned, uh, he was a former pro. He's won the PGA. Yeah. He's a fantastic pro. One of the best putting coaches on tour. Right. He tells a story about the first time he worked with Phil Mickelson, and. He said he'd worked for Phil for like 10 minutes and Phil was so, Phil Nixon was so excited about, oh my God, what you're showing me is amazing. He soaked it up. That the first thing he said to him, he said, oh my God, you need to go and work with Adam Scott. He's the worst putter <laughs> I have ever fucking well, seen in my life. he's a belly putter forever. Mickelson is so nice that he thought of how sh- the worst, shittest putter he'd, he'd ever seen was Adam Scott. He goes, you need to work with him. So that tells you how shit a putter Adam Scott is. And he did win a major being a shit putter. So he With, must be hey, able to fucking whack the shit out of What type of putter did he use? I don't know. He used the broom handle. Did he? Yeah, right before the ban. He used the broom handle before the ban. So it doesn't God count. damn, the way you say things is amazing. Yeah, broom handle, that's he just used, fascinating to me. He used the broom handle putter before the ban, so, so it doesn't count. Why, why is the broom handle easier to put? Because the broom handle... If for anyone that doesn't know, is this like forty-five inch putter that you would shove basically in your neck, like in your Adam's and apple, and you an- you anchor it so it takes out all skill and feel, and you just rock your body and it just moves the ball. It's kind of like that's why they ban the guy with it. the it's hole banned. in his neck and he puts the robot up to it. He's yeah, you look like a broom handle type <laughs> of putter, actually. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> that's not an insult, but it is. No, yeah, uh, that's an insult. Okay. We, well, that's we, right. have, not, we have I sufficiently covered Jason Day and his his cut. All right, who else you got? The, the buttercut. This is there. the longest buttercut ever. Okay, so yeah. we got Rory McIlroy, like you said. Well, yeah, I'm a big he, Rory fan. But so this is the first place he ever won professionally. Yes, first professional win. I obviously grew up in the same era as Rory. Played in like. 10, 15 of the same tournaments as Rory in junior golf. Sure. Played with Rory before. When he was kind of a little heavy. When he, well, yeah, well. Because you saw the videos of him well, at yeah, Quell well, he, was like 14, he, he was 14, 15 at the time. He was, he was prepubescent. Heavy, but, it what it was. but the coolest thing in junior golf playing with Rory was you could be, in, if you were in the same tournament, you'd be on the golf course. Yeah. And if, if you were on a hill and you were able to look down at the rest of the golf course, yeah. and you'd see this black swarm of bodies, you'd be like, oh, there's Rory. So he's like Tiger. It's exactly like Tiger. The same exact it's sort of momentum. this phenom that was, you know, since he was 12 years old, the exact same thing. Because of his swing, right? I mean, I so I'll never forget the first time. It's magnetic. That, the first time I played with him, um, I was actually in the lead of the event, and he so he was behind me hitting golf balls on the range. His dad used to caddy for him, and I could hear his hips clear through the ball. How is that? It was just like, <laughs> this sound. You could hear like a flash. I swear to God. I swear to God. I couldn't see him. And I could, could hear. Could you imagine you someone could, fucking hear so hard that you could hear I could, I could hear his hips. That's and I, the most bullshit I've ever And heard. I remember, no, I remember hearing. Guys hear some bullshit. I remember bullshit. hearing his hips and going, oh my God, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. And That's it when scared you knew? me. It scared That's me a lot. That's when you knew you were going to I knew I was never going to make it. In software sales? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I'd be in soft, software at some because point. Because you could at that moment when you were fourteen, sound? you're like a career in software, software. sales in America is where that's Sign where I'm ending up. up. And if yeah. if Rory McIlroy never makes it, he could definitely make it on a pro porn circuit because he could clear those fucking hips like he, he would can believe. clear them like nobody's business. And what yeah. about uh, what about Hefty? 
Half Phil. Phil so, Hefty Lefty? So Phil's finished. Uh, so, he's got 10 top 10s at the course. So I, listen, but he's never won. Listen, listen. so I actually, uh, in t- when it comes to Phil. Tell me you've swung with him and his wife. No. Because <laughs> oh, wow. I thought that was what was coming out of you. Oh, right wow. There. I would have loved if I did. <laughs> but no, I, I'm a big fan of Phil. I used not to be. I used to not like him. What didn't you like? Uh, I think I was just a Tiger fan. And, okay. and you so just, they're, they're right, and, and you just don't kind of like Phil if you're a Tiger fan. Sure. But so I went to the U.S. Open at Marion one year as a fan. Yeah. I tried to qualify for it, didn't get in, and I went as a fan with a couple, with a couple of buddies. You can't make the whooshing sound with your exactly. hips. So. With a couple of buddies of mine, and um, when I I never forget this, I'd never really seen Phil in person, and I was standing on the third tee box, and as we stood there, Phil walked onto the tee. And it was like the president of the United States yeah. just walked onto the team. It felt important. His aura, yeah. his his belt, his shoes. Felt I guess we, amazing. They were worth more that? than my body. We do worth. have a president who has big fat tits <laughs> now too. So Small him and have a lot in common. Small hands, huge but dick. He, he he just felt so important, and he, his his shoes and his belt just felt like they were worth so much money. There and I was like, people like God, that, you just he was it was amazing. And from that moment that I saw him. I completely changed my opinion of him, and I'm a I'm a huge Phil fan now because it's, it's such an yeah, impossible it, thing to like yeah to have captivate like that be, yeah right? right to be that captivating yeah is ridiculously impressive isn't it yeah it really is uh, and that well before we finish the buttercut I oh, have yeah? a a podcast recommendation for the people what is it Steve Elkington this guy's out of fucking control Elkington has okay Elkington one of the greatest golf swings. That has really oh, oh elk's amazing oh i just lived. know he gets drunk and fucks people he's up. one of the most best dressed professional golfers that has ever lived and one of the best golf swings that's what he's known for is his golf swing hmm. is better than anyone else's he's is also right? the best talker in the history of sports he could so he's he's on is the he better than me well see he's okay. on the jim rome podcast this, first, this week this is the first okay. time on record we gotta see what you got he All was right. on the jim rome podcast last week you not the jim rome we'll show podcast but the jim rome podcast Look, I don't listen to it very often, but him and Elk went for an hour. He called uh, Hefty uh, pudding tits, and uh, <laughs> he's not like that anymore. He though. went off on Kutcher. It he was great. He can kick a fucking beer can off people's heads. The guy's like, like I mean, a karate maniac. I can kick maniac. a sixty-yard field goal. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not over here bragging about it. Hey, <laughs> you know what? If I tried to kick a sixty-yard field goal, I bet my back would hurt really bad. Oh yeah. And I'm, you know what? Uh, go ahead, Garth. I'm wondering how we're still talking about golf. That's, well, we're not anymore. Let's transition. Here now we're go. talking about mattresses because Lisa.com slash BDC is the best place to get a mattress. Every person has the right to re- the right to rest. I've been drinking beers. So I apologize. The key to getting a good rest, the right mattress. Meet Lisa with two awesome mattresses, accessories, and bases for deeper, better sleep. The all-foam Lisa mattress is new and improved, featuring LSA 200 foam for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers. Or... Rest on our superior mattress, the perfect combination of foam and spring for pressure relief and edge to edge support. Brad and I both sleep on uh, separate superior mattresses. Superior is legit. It's worth the extra expense, in my opinion. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. From day one, Lisa set out to create a company with heart. That's why they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses, That's more a than 1,000 nonprofits. Backdoor cover listeners get 15% off with promo codes that are automatically ad- applied to checkout when you go to lisa.com slash BDC. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash BDC, like backdoor cover. 
Go check it out. Don't fuck with a mattress salesman. Go to lisa.com slash BDC. Get a Lisa mattress shipped to your house and then open it. You're a fool if you don't. You'd be a fool to do anything else. Uh, all right, call our hotline, 800-392-6344. That's we want to hear what you think about this. We want to know about chains. We want to know about all your thoughts. That's right, 800-392-6344. Give us your feedback on uh, on, on our new uh, our new friends here on the show. They're going to be making it. a regular appearance talking baseball here. That's right. Forward. The plan is uh, for these guys to continue to join us at least once a week, and then uh, during baseball season, maybe in a month or so, spin off our own show. And we're thinking high and tight. For a name, I, I love that. I, like, I, I like love high, high and tight. tight. Love high. And I tight. love. I love high and tight. It I sounds like my fade. I gotta yeah. make sure nobody else has that name. But. A lot of double entendres. <laughs> so we also know now that I don't know shit about golf compared to Peter the Irish guy. So well, like, we might be like, there's a lot that, of things in the in the works. A lot of here, things in the happening. pipeline. Listeners yeah. already knew that. Yeah. yeah. So the buttercup <laughs> will continue. The buttercup, not yet sponsored by Kerry Gold, but hopefully soon. Oh, what's all right. Uh, let's start with Gars. Where can the people follow you on the social media? Or are you trying What's to keep Instagram you totally account? secret? Oh, uh, I'm trying to stay uh, underground <laughs> yeah. until, until we hit that new uh, our, our show name, High and Tight. I like what you're We're doing right now. On. Mumbling and being right. vague is perfect. I love it. That yeah. is perfect. I love it. Peter the Irish guy. Yeah, I'm not going to be mumbling and vague at all. I'm going to be Peter, Pete, Peter the Irish guy. We follow me on right. Instagram. Yeah, you can. What is uh, it? At Pete no, the Irish guy. No, it's at Peter the Irish guy, yeah. Is it Peter or Pete? Yeah, it's at Peter the Irish guy. All right. Follow me on Instagram. Um, yeah, we need he to. He is get married, but his DMs are open. Hey. <laughs> so who knows? Hey, always open, baby. And I, if you want to see. Hey, just like 7 Eleven, Chris Hogan, one of my favorite wide receivers <laughs> of all time. Nickname 7 Eleven, always open. Patriot. That's what his nickname is? Yeah, his name's 7 Eleven because he's always open. Uh, I thought, okay, <laughs> anyways. Indeed. Here we go. Where do the people follow you, Brad? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. Bradley Key on Twitter. Where can they follow you, Micah? Oh, at Micah Weiner. M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R on both Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Snapchat at MicahTX. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. You need to check out Mind of Micah wherever you listen to podcasts. Search it. Listen to Boosh. There's uh, some I'm explicit you, shit on there. The MWBK uh, fucking world is expanding. Umbrella. Yeah, the umbrella. And uh, I'd call it Kingdom. Please join us. Led by two different kings. Yes. This has Come been be a production. This, and, and again, a reminder, we are back. If you're listening Thursday morning or if you're listening Wednesday night, again, later Thursday, we're going to have another podcast for you. So we going back check back on this back. feed. We're going back to back. This has been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.